Well, good morning. Um, welcome to the JSM Podcast. We desire to see everyone living in a healthy relationship with the Lord and with each other. Welcome to episode 50. Um, today we're going to talk about um, partnering with the Holy Spirit and growth. We had one more that we didn't get to really talk about when we were going through our growth month. Um, I'm Joanna, and I'm here with my husband, Ben. Hello. He's got to unmute himself. Mute Ben. Muted Ben. Hello, muted Ben. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so yeah, partner with the Holy Spirit. Um, we're, this is actually being pre-recorded in the morning. So kind of getting ourselves going. Um, it's, it's interesting. I think I like when we pre-record at night. I think you and I, you're usually more, yeah, usually more going. I think I like wake up with my brain, like running. Yeah, I prefer it at night. I think I'm a little more, um, I think my brain's been going for a little while longer (laughs) when we do it that way. Yeah, I'm like, um, mornings are different. So, um, well, we had our, before we took our break, we were going through just our um, discussions and topics about um, growth. And I felt like there was one left that we really didn't get to touch on. And I feel like it's kind of important not to, not to skip, um, over it, um, just because of everything. And so back in May, we talked about the fun of growing. We talked about, um, fear of change. You talked about complacency, but really didn't talk about complacency. Uh (laughs) We had a discussion about that afterwards. Um, sorry folks. And today, um, just we want to talk about partnering with the Holy spirit. Um, when it comes to, I think it's a great, I think it's super important for us to, to really learn what it means to partner with God, because a lot of times we're, I think we're told such the wrong idea about what that is and what that looks like and what God wants from us. Um, and, and I, it's a discussion I often have with people when it comes to, you know, working through things and healing that almost it's like God's angry and he wants them to do it Mm. more of looking at from the perspective of like a parent, you know, we look at our kids, we, um, we want our children to grow for them. And it's not for us because if it was for us and people don't realize if it was for us solely, it would be really selfish and and self-centered. Um, but you desiring for somebody to grow so they can be free and experience the fullness is that's what love is. Mm. You don't want somebody to be held back or, um, or confined or, or living in a space of being stuck with where they're at because you know that there's so much more. And I think it's important for us to look at like that God desires for us to live in the fullness of how we were created, how we were made. Um, and he wants us to live whole and, and to be in that space. And yes, it's, you know, for us to be in relationship with him, but it's also for us to be free. And so I think I just wanted to start out with like setting the tone, that kind of mindset as we go into this of, um, and then the more 
you know, and this is what people were taught so much. I think the other way of being forced to do things, force this, force that, force this, and our hearts aren't there. Mm -hmm. And so God desires for us to be in a space where our heart is brought into alignment, like with his will and the things that he's doing. And then as we do that, we begin to desire the things that he has, but we go around, try to like make everybody do all these things and, you know, and throwing God in it instead of realizing that God's wanting us more like for us so we can be back in relationship with them. Just like any of our children makes you think of any season we go through with our children and they feel distant or cut off because they're struggling. Mm -hmm. How absolutely difficult that is for a parent's heart. Yes, it is. Like, um, yeah, as you were saying that, I'm thinking back amongst all of our kids and the different seasons that they've gone through so far. And yeah, it's been like us being as the parents being, knowing that there is uh, more out there than than what they're experiencing and your heart hurts for them because they're kind of struggling with this thing and you want to um see them bloom more yeah and see them thrive yeah but also just the seasons of distance yeah those are really hard like our hearts ache when our children are going through times of struggle and and wrestling through things and their hearts don't feel as close there right. isn't as much of a connection and in our home, even though they all think they're like neglected and they've been <laughs> um, unkind. We had a conversation about that yesterday with one of them. Right. Um, connection and relationship is important, like in our house. And we are in a home where we have a lot of conversations. I, and that's where I say, I think it's why our kids know when things are not right, because they know what right is mm -hmm. at times and mm -hmm. what connection feels like. Um, because they've been raised in like a world where we connect and we have conversations about things and we do things and we talk about the real things and, and the crazy things and all of the things like in our house and, um, and topics are not left, um, unspoken. And, and so, you know, going back to connecting it with the Lord and putting it into perspective is, I know for me, like, I want to experience the fullness and like everything that life has and the way that God created and the fullness of relationship with him. I don't want to sit in a spot of not experiencing that. Um, because right now, right now, the verse that comes to mind, taste and see that the Lord is yeah. good. Like, once you begin to experience who God is, you just crave and desire more and more and more and more. And I think so many people don't have that taste and see because they haven't really tasted. They yeah. haven't really um, had a taste of, of who God is and like experiencing this closeness with them. Well, I know I've experienced that because I think for whatever, you know, because there are so many factors for me that have gone into it, whether it's like, you know, we're kind of innately or indirectly taught a, a misconception and we carry that through and then living that out, you don't have that closeness with God. So you don't taste that, that, 
that sweet goodness. But when you come across people, like I, I can speak for me, when I come across people that over the time, you and, and other friends of ours that are, that do have that, that, that very closeness, it's like, wait, why don't I have that? I have this kind of obligatory, um, you know, relationship that, that, you know, and you have to go back and realize where that comes from, what kind of go back and to find out where the, I can't think of the word. It's morning. That's why um, <laughs> I'm normally on more um, finding out where that, that misalignment is. Mm. And because that, that changes your, your whole, um, your whole um, perspective. perspective. Thank you. <laughs> I, wow, I really <laughs> word train crash right there. Yes, and and so to put it, you know, because I know people would argue, well, what about scripture and God this and God God when it comes to the children children of Israel, like we have to look at the Lord made a commitment and relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And and when you choose to have a covenant like make a covenant, which is like an agreement um, with somebody and then they, you know, they're sitting there screaming at you all the time. They're like complaining. They're like, you're the worst ever. I want to love, you know, I want to be in love over here. You know, like those types of things you eventually, and this is why I tell people, I'm like, you eventually just say, okay, go like, go do what you want. Mm -hmm. You know, there, you know, there are seasons with their kids when they're pushing and pushing. I'm like, you have free will go, go destroy your life. Go have fun. You know, it's like, I can't make you choose to love me. I can't make you choose to be in relationship with me. I want you to choose this right? for, right. you know, first and foremost for yourself. Secondly, because I'm going to miss you if you walk away. But like, and so when you look at that, when you go through and you look through from the beginning of creation and all the way through, when you look at through the lens of what relationship is, God's responses make more sense. And he seems a little less angry how mm-hmm. we make it out to be because we're right. viewing God through a human anger, not righteous anger, or frustration or things like that. That's but a very the, important distinction to make. Yeah. Yeah. And the Lord would eventually go, go do your own thing. Fine. Like, go. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make you stay here. I'm not going to command you and lock you in the room and tell you that you have to love me and be in relationship with me. I think we honestly, that, that brings to mind a lot of what we, because we always hear the Old Testament, he's a wrathful God. Hmm. And in the New Testament, oh no, he's a merciful God. Hmm. And you're like, really between one page and another he like changed like you hear so much of a misconception of 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 i know just teaching it the wrong way or being implied the wrong way or because also you can't teach what you yourself don't know Mm -hmm. and can't experience Mm -hmm. and i think we have a lot of that in in the current world that well i'm sure it's gone on for Ever. It's just if you don't have that alignment right in, if you don't have that experience, you can't bring it. It, it comes out differently. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important um, for us, you know, and it's really the heart behind the ministry is 
correcting, bringing back into, you know, reforming um, people's perspective and understanding and being back into a place of being connected with God in a healthy relationship and a healthy mindset of like understanding like who he is and where his heart is. And I think so much of, you know, I go back to, I think so much of understanding when you have kids, you begin to understand more of like the idea is you're, you know, you have this person that, you know, has come from you and there's just this intense love and care and concern. And, and at the same time, you know, they have free will and you can't control them. And, you know, and you have all these flood of everything happening and it makes more sense. You know, I think God's love once we had children to a different level and then also being married, um, understanding the choice of covenant, you Mm -hmm. know, and making that decision. And so it puts everything back into perspective. So now we move on to growth. Why does God want us to grow? He wants us to be free. He wants to experience the fullness. He wants us to be a part of his heart, his plan, the things that he's doing. And, and the more you do that and you get connected with him, you desire for other people to experience the same. Mm -hmm. I know for me, like, I remember what it was like to, be so weighed down by all, all the things of life and, and the things that were happening. And then to be in a space where I feel free, well, I want everybody else to experience feeling free. Yeah. I don't want to make them, but may they at least have an invitation. May they have a conversation, you know, of like, well, wait, don't you know about this? And don't you know about this? And God has all of this and he really isn't angry with you. Yeah. He's not, you know, and you want somebody to begin to experience like all the things that you have. Yeah. And so it's like, and I think so many Christians have it wrong yeah. because they're out there trying to force everybody saying, God's really mad at you and you need to change and you need to be like this or he's really angry, blah, blah, blah. Instead of being like, dude, hold up. You're missing out like on understanding the way we're designed and living in connection and relationship with God. And like, you're not getting to experience all this stuff. And, and it's just like, come like, come over here and like live in freedom and experience what God created you and be a part of all these things. Well, of course, then there's like this excitement and this anticipation and this like want. It's a paradigm shift. That's what I keep thinking about. It's a paradigm shift because as, as we are, um, we put ourselves in a prison so much of the time mm. of um, God must be mad at me. I, I I have not asked him for forgiveness. Oh, I've asked him forgiveness. Oh, I've only asked him once. Oh, I need to ask. Oh, I don't feel like he's forgiven me. I need to ask 50 more times mm. or those things. We really, <clears throat> excuse me. Wow. Place <laughs> ourselves in a prison. And somebody once gave me this visual of, <clears throat> excuse me well somebody once gave me this visual of uh, a chessboard and it's like in the grand scheme of things if if the you're talking about you know the 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 battle that the enemy has us in and it's his desire is to steal kill and destroy and if you are placing yourself in your own prison then you're basically removing yourself off the chessboard without him even even needing to do anything to you. Right. You know, you take yourself off the chessboard and you're not in the game. 
Yeah. And, and also, I mean, we realize there's such a war on worship and connection, you know, of there, you know, we look at Satan and there was this, this resentment almost like, wait a minute, everybody gets to come and worship you. Hmm. Hold up. That's not, you know, and it's like, and there's such a wrong idea because also the angels, their experience, because Satan's a fallen angel, is different than our experience and connection with the Lord. And so there's just this war against us living in the fullness of relationship with God. But understanding that fullness of relationship with God is not confinement, it's freedom, it's living in the full mm-hmm. space in which we were designed to thrive and be and grow and that there's beauty like such beauty in that when it's functioning to its fullest and so many people don't get to experience that they um they spend their lives because of the things they've been taught standing on the outside stuck and confined like where they are and it's so sad and they're missing out on like all that god has all that he wants them to experience and they don't get to enjoy that because of these lies, this deception, this idea, these wrong, wrong, you know, this idea that God has all these motives and all of these things. Right. And, and that is what grieves my heart. Like those that live in a world that they feel that God is angry from them, distant from them, doesn't want to be connected fr- with them, doesn't want to be in relationship, just wants to control their life, just wants to take over and da da da. And we go down the list of this idea of how we've been taught about God. But I'm like, no, the Lord's like, come partner with me, come be in relationship with me, come. And so we move into the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, is here and lives and dwells within us because prior to that there was not the power of of like this connection right that they had there was the outside of it but there was not the internal the inner connectedness with god it makes me think of while you're talking about the cultural thing of fathers and sons sometimes Hmm. and culturally I mean, obviously there are lots of different types of cultural norms and whatnot, but there's a cultural norm out there that is to fathers and sons or even fathers and daughters, whatever, but I'm focusing on sons because it's like, don't cry. You don't need to be crying. You're a guy. Come on, get up, walk it off, you Mm -hmm. know, turn off the waterworks type of thing. And the Holy Spirit very starkly contrasts is the collector of our tears. Mm. And thinking back to the human side, if you have an experience of a parent who's like, don't cry, suck it up, you're fine, you know, there is no connection right there to, hey, let's talk about what you're feeling. Yeah, there's no emotional connection. No. Right. And, and to, um, you know, experience that for a very long time as, as a human relationship, when you try to connect to it as a, as a God relationship, you're, you're like, I'm not supposed to cry. What you talking about? Like, I'm fine. Um, and the Holy Spirit's like, no, you're not. Well, and when we, when the emotional aspect of ourselves is cut off, we really miss out on that deep heart connection that we can have with a person, with yeah. the Lord. And yeah. there's a huge part that, um, that we're missing out on when we, when we're not living. Cause the fullness of like health of who we are is that we're healthy emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and um 
and in all the areas of our life. And so when, when that part of us is cut off, we're missing out on like, and I see it all the time with clients, um, who that emotional part of themselves has been severed, you mm -hmm. know, and has been, has been cut off. It's almost like a limb, a part of self has been removed. There's something yeah. missing They're They're not able to connect fully with their spouse. They're out there often a lot of times in different types of addiction. And, and I'm talking about addiction in the sense that unhealthy coping mechanism, it could be exercising. It could be they're out hunting all the time. It could be, you know, it could mm -hmm. be alcohol. It could be because there's such a disconnect. They're pulled away. They're in their phones. And, um, and I see it in women too. It's more in men just because of our culture. Um, yeah is more taught in that, you know, bent in that direction. But I see it a lot in women too. Um, and so, you know, we're even taught men just can't know culturally a lot in our culture. It's just taught to be removed yeah, or, or they're not shown what to do with it. And so they find themselves avoiding doing all of these things, trying to compensate. And without that emotional connection, you don't get to experience like the fullness of closeness with somebody. And so, it's so super important um, for us to allow, and we go back to partnering with the Holy, Holy Spirit, like in our lives, partnering with God, like saying, yes, Lord, I want to learn. I want to walk in the fullness of how he's created. I want to be back to how I was designed. I want to begin to thrive, like all of these things. And and it's just like, and so, you know, we see here and I, and I want to tell people, I want to encourage you to seek God for like understanding how you were made, what it is that he wants to do in your life. So then that way you can continue to live more and more of the fullness of how you were created instead of staying in the space of being confined, held back, mm -hmm. not experiencing like everything that God has, everything that he has. And, you know, and may we partner with him in moving in that direction. I say partner because it, it, it reminds us that we have free will to make a choice, to make a decision, to choose this direction, to not stay over here. Mm -hmm. We, we get to make a decision to come, come and be with the Lord, to be in relationship. And God doesn't desire for us to be in that so we can do everything for him. He desires for us to be in that so that we can know him and be in connection. And then as we're in that space of being connected, then our hearts be begin to beat the way we're created. And we want everybody around us to be begin to experience the same. And that's discipleship. That's, um, But we've been taught such a forced model like yeah, of really just have. of demand and almost as we're as if we're slaves to the Lord and all of these things, or, you know, just do it so you don't go to hell, you know, no, we're not taught like the beauty of relationship and understanding and knowing who God is um, and being able to fully experience that. It's so interesting to me because I can, I, I, we, you and I helped out with, uh, lots of VBSs over the time, over time. And one of the ones I remember had the song, it was, I'm in the Lord's army. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that song. And mm -hmm. I understand the implication of, of that song, but I think it can also have an implication where, again, a cultural norm comes in. You're a soldier. Yes, sir. That is it. Mm -hmm. There is no type of 
relationship going on between you and God. It is you follow his orders. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. He's the boss. Right. That's it. Yes. And that kind of <clears throat> mentality teaching will not lead you to the fullness of a relationship. Mm -hmm. And it will just lead you to, okay, what's next, boss? Okay. Yes. Yes. I, okay. I'll serve this boss. Okay. Yes. Oh, you need help in children's ministry. I'll do this boss. Or you need help in that. I'll do that boss. And it's like, and you really miss out on any kind of relationship. Yeah. And it's, it's, to me, it's so sad. And I think, you know, um, as we're going to finish up, I think my heart is, you know, is for everybody who, who does hear this to be brought back into like a healthy connection, a healthy relationship with the Lord experiencing like the fullness of how we were created. Um, so we're going to end here for today. Um, thank you for joining us this week. Um, connection, remember connection makes us stronger. Also check out the website, joinusnow.com. If you feel led, go ahead and give, um, there's a button on there to do that. We are thankful for each one of you. One of you, we just pray that you have a blessed week and um, may you walk in the fullness of what God has for you.